Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it, and then hand it to them with the well-taught lessons of how they in their lifetime must do the same. And if you and I don't do this, then you and I may well spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it once was like in America when men were free. It's the Patriots Roundtable. I know. I, I had to do something, Britt. I uh, I'm in a foul mood. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna sugarcoat this puppy. I'm in a foul, foul mood. I um. I would agree with that. I that can feel it. You 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 agree that I'm in a foul mood, or you're in a foul mood too? No, I'm agreeing that you're in a foul. I mean, I'm I'm down too, but I I can feel your pain. I just I. I and there's so many things. And, you know, one of the things that you and I talked about when we started doing this program, by the way, hello, everybody. Great to see you here with us. Uh, but one of the things that we started, we talked about when we started doing this program is that being in this world every day, reading these stories every day, staying up on what the administration is doing, what Congress is doing, what the world is doing is depressing and it's it's maddening. And uh, and today, I, I think I've hit a pinnacle, a new new level of frustration, anger, and uh, just relative pissed offness. And you can quote me on that word, pissed offness. Uh, I'm there. I'm I'm there. I'm I'm fucking there. Okay. So tell me about your mother, JD. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> No, I was just gonna say I, I just I, I'm so frustrated with everything, and I, I, I'm there with you. I, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene was interviewed last night on a th uh, two and a half hour podcast, and I listened to the whole thing, and she talked about her experience because she's a freshman. She has, you know, I, I learned so many things about this woman. I mean, she ran. Uh, her and her husband bought the family construction company from her parents when they retired 20 years ago. Successful commercial construction company. That's her world. She's my world. She's a you know. She's a, I, and she talked about the idiocy, idiocy of DC and and how the system works and how crazy it is, and it's really made me angry. Like like like, holy, how is this even possible? Angry. She talked about how they they literally have bills delivered to their office and they have to vote on them in like two hours, and it's several thousand pages. You can't read it. You just got to vote on it. She told stories about I, I want to go through and clip it out for tomorrow's show because it just it blew my mind. So she got kicked off all of her committees, so she has nothing to do. So she's she said, and she says that's one of the best things that ever happened to her because yeah. she was able to just go sit in the well of the house and watch what's going on. And she was talking about how the bills were being passed. Now, do you remember several months ago? Ah, it's probably last year now. Anyway, uh, when she when the when when the media really blasted her for gumming up the works in the House, and uh, uh, Republicans were bitching about her, and the Democrats were bitching about her, um, this was right after she got nuked off of her committees. So she tells a story, and this is this is this is what we've elected. 
elected. And this is what we've allowed to go on by not paying attention and not demanding more from our politicians that are there to represent us. She's sitting in the well of the House. They're going through these bills. There's like 10 Democrats on one side and there's about 10 Republicans on the other side. And she's sitting there. This is her first time experiencing this. And uh, uh, she talks about the, uh, it wasn't Speaker Pelosi. It was some guy in a mask sitting at police Pelosi's chair. And they're talking about the bill, 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 bill. And the guy goes, the guy goes, okay, uh, those that are yay. And all the Democrats go, yay. And she goes, what, what, voice call, what? And then all those that say nay, and it's the Republicans. And she goes, the Republicans, nay. And they're like all deflated because it's like, it was February this happened. So they're used to being beat. And the guy slams the gavel down, bill passes. And she's like, well, I didn't even vote. I have my card right here. What the she said she called over a Republican staffer. That's what the hell happened. A Republican staffer tells her, this is how we vote on bills. This is how it happens. And Marjorie Taylor Greene was like, where the hell is everybody? Uh, you got to read Robert's Rules of Orders to understand how that works. And the reason I know is I was on the county legislature. I know how this works. Okay. It's a, uh, um, it's a what do you call it, an oral vote as opposed to a roll call vote. And any person in that right. crowd has the right to, to demand a roll call vote if they don't think the yeas actually have it. So that's what she did. So she was like, what the hell? Yeah. So that day went through. She went back the next day. She had a rule book and how everything works, yeah. studied it. And she realized that she could do that. Yep. And that's when she got really in trouble with the whole establishment. Because as soon as the guy said, yay, nay, as soon as the hammer went up, she got to the mic and said, I demand a roll call vote. And what people don't realize is that requires all 435 people from wherever they're at. They're at lunch with lobbyists begging for money. They're on their committee seats. They have to all come in and vote that's to put the card in and push either no yes or uh, present i don't know why why would they have present i don't and understand instead that of one. abstain i don't know i don't know yeah anyway so 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 she started doing that on every single bill and uh uh do you remember uh fox i think um uh, who's the crazy one in the jihad group she was going to pass this really <laughs> there are crazy four of them there's uh, rashida yeah. Tlaib. there's uh there's uh, AOC, there's Ilhan Omar, there's uh, Cory Bush, there's Ilhan Presley. So do you remember the Cory Bush bill that was really horrific about voting something or other that uh, it did get defeated? That vote, that bill was going to pass on this verbal yay, nay thing. And if Marjorie Taylor Greene wasn't there to demand a roll call vote, that's when it got defeated. Because Democrats didn't want to be, because when they do a yay, nay verbal thing, no one's on record. Right. It's just verbal vote pass. So they don't know who voted for what. Right. So not only did, that's how our system works. So how many billions and billions and billions of dollars of bills have been passed by 10 people, 10 people on this side of the, whoever they think has the louder voice to say yay or nay, this, don't we pay them to go there and vote? Isn't that their job to read the damn bills and vote on what the bills are about? Let me, let me, I'm a little suspect of the details of this, and I don't mean to argue with you about it because I didn't see the interview and I didn't hear her discussion. But in order for any vote to pass, you have to have a quorum. You've got to have at least a majority of the um, members of whatever body it is present to vote. That's, that's in, in, in the, in the bylaws or what do you call them? It's the rules of order. Uh, So I don't know how, I'm not sure how this, this this is working. Uh, she, you she have to have a quorum. That. That's why the the do se- you? yeah you absolutely do have to have a quorum. It's not considered but a legal, what's the number for legal vote unless you don't have a quorum. What's the what is the is that what quorum, is the number for quorum? A quorum? Is, quorum is more than fifty percent of the members of the body. 
So she was saying that at the beginning of each two-year session of Congress, they all meet and vote on the rules for that two years. Yeah. And that this was part of that. So maybe, maybe within that agreement amongst them, the quorum is 10 here, 10 there at a minimum or whatever. I don't know. No, I just know have, that that's I guess we'd have to research it a little bit. Maybe there's something there's an anomaly yeah. to the rules for them. I know they, they make their own but, rules anyway, so who knows? Yeah. But she was she was just talking about the process of her being this freshman, never been in contact. She ran a business all of her life. She didn't know anything. She was like, I never even go to I never even went to the Republican committee stuff at the local levels because she didn't have time. She's too busy kids and, and business. And now she's done. She's like, what is all this about? So my point is just listening to that whole freaking interview just made me shake my head about how dysfunctional our whole system is. And she talks about a bunch of other stuff. I, you know, is it right? Is it not right? I don't know. I mean, she she outright named uh, uh, Samantha Fox. Samantha Fox chastised her about this whole calling for roll calls because they don't want their names on these bills, but they want them to pass. And she was like, then vote for it. No, I don't want my name on. So I, and she called her out by name. I mean, if that didn't happen, I don't know. I just. I'm just, I, I just, the whole system is, 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 um, I don't want to say corrupt, but it's definitely rotten. Um, I'm, I'm sure that, I mean, there's definitely corruption there, but it's, it, uh, it's definitely rotten. And I, I literally have, I went from being a guy who was pretty damn pro America and loved our government and thought it was the best thing on the planet. And, you know, and it was at one time, but today, right now, this second, the corruption we have going on, the, crony capitalism i'm not there anymore i don't trust the fbi i don't trust the cdc i don't trust i don't trust our politicians although i haven't trusted a politician in a long time but you know you used to think you know the supreme court was upstanding you could you know it's gonna do the right thing and the military will do the right thing but now we got these woke bastards these tv generals that are doing all this weird woke stuff really making us not prepared to fight um did you see that you probably didn't the glenn beck interview with president uh, trump did you see that? Did you fall asleep on me? Did I put you to sleep? Anyway, um, for those that are paying attention to me, uh, Glenn Beck interviewed Trump about uh, a month ago. It aired tonight, uh, last night. I watched it. Glenn Beck told a story that he's never told before, that when we were getting out of Afghanistan and that, that the airport completely collapsed, Glenn Beck, and his charities uh, brought out a lot of people. I, I was hundred something plane flights out of people, something like that. But the State Department told Glenn Beck, in order for us to authorize the rest, all your other flights and get the people out you want, you need to fill the plane with our people on this first flight out. And he told President uh, Trump that that plane was full of our soldiers. Okay, all right, Bruce. Uh, um, uh... Banana, you can call in. Do you remember the number? <laughs> I don't. I, I hesitate to give it out because um, I, hes I hesitate to give it out because I don't want a lot of calls. Uh, while we're waiting for that, I want to talk about uh, one of our good friends, our guest panelists on the Independence Gang uh, that comes on often. He's a great guy. We love having him on. Um, he did something kind of unique today. And uh, it was, you know, kind of a gimmick to get attention, which I fully applaud. I've been saying, telling Britt for a long time we need to do this stuff. And uh, he, he, he did a live stream for over seven hours. I don't know what the final uh, number was, but over seven hours where all he did was say, let's go Brandon over 
and over. He was going for the world's record in saying, let's go, Brandon. I didn't know if no, there was such a thing. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna share a little bit. This is this is uh, this is it. I hope. Hopefully, the audio works here too. Let's go, Brandon. 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 He's, about, he's over go, seven Brandon. hours into it here. Let's go, Brandon. 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 I don't know how the hell he kept that up for over seven hours. Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. Let's go. But I, Brandon. of course, this is Chase. Let's go, Brandon. Uh, uh, let's go, Brandon. Who's on the program let's go, often? Brandon. And uh, let's go, Brandon. Let's go. Brandon. I applaud. I applaud him for doing that. Let's go, Brandon. Uh, for two reasons. One is it's just a great gimmick to get some attention. But also, it's uh, on this day of um, this all this January sixth crap going on at the federal government. Uh, it was nice to have somebody doing something to try to take some attention away from that. And, and what little part uh, Chase played uh, in that, I applaud it greatly. So I don't know, I don't know how, you know, what the, I don't know what the deal is with the world record part of this or any of that, but it was pretty cool to see him do that. So uh, good for him. Congratulations, Chase. He probably won't be able to talk for a week. He should have turned it into a song. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's been talking about it. Well, that's cool. I'm glad people are talking about it. Glad people are talking about it. Uh, let's see here. Okay, so I think I think this is going to be the banana. Hey, banana, is that you? Yeah, yes, it is. Well, what's going on, my friend? Great to have you calling in. After I think it's been over a year since we've talked to you. Just about, yeah. <clears throat> what was um, you were talking about voting and stuff like that? I yeah. saw a documentary about a. About six months ago, on CNN or wherever, well, you see these congressmen, senators, whoever it was, going to other people's desks and clicking yay or nay mm. and during that whole thing. I'm like, if they're that crooked and to Tilting this law or that law into their favor, they should be fined. Yeah. For that month or that six month period or whatever much you want to find them. Yeah. For each indiscretion and have, you know, some sort of law against that. Because that's BS in my opinion. It is It is BS. And here's the thing. This is what I have to say to this problem and many of the others. There's no micromanaging the problem here. When it comes to the federal government, the state government, any government, there's no micromanaging it. Government is innately corrupt. That's what the founders warned us about. That's why they said keep the government small, limited, don't give it, give it all this power. Because the more power you give it, the more ability, ability it has to do things like you just described, Banana, uh, act in ways that uh, we would, we would uh, frown upon. But once, once that snowball starts rolling, you can't stop it. 
The only thing we could do, and we may and, and we may not be able to go back to this at this point, the only thing that can be done is you keep government small. So when something like that does happen, it's insignificant. It doesn't affect our lives. Sadly, right now, so many people, so many programs, so many businesses are dependent upon the federal government. So everything the federal government d- does is consequential. And that is the problem. That's why it sounds wonderful to hear them say, oh, yeah, they're going to pay for your health care, this, that, and the other thing. But in practice, what happens is they may pay for it, but they then control you and everything they do controls you. So our only solution here is to continue to push for smaller government, Banana. And by the way, I really liked what you said, and I was going to make that point to Britt, but uh, Britt is in technical hell or something here. I don't know what's going on. But, you know, you can, in fact, it is American to not love your, not like the government. That is wholly American. And for someone who's traveled to, you know, half of the states, I've seen so many beautiful aspects of this country. Yep. I've seen the Grand Canyon, Old Faithful, Mount Rushmore. I've seen the glaciers in Alaska. I've seen the Everglades in Florida. I've seen things. I've experienced things in this country. And it is pure magic. But you put something corrupt, like the U.S. government, that just poisons yeah. this beautiful country. Well, And it pisses me off. And it should piss you and, off. Any good patriot should be pissed off. The bottom line here is that we have not just a beautiful country. We've got a beautiful people. The people of this country are beautiful. And what you just said there about the government being corrupt, again, goes right back to my point. Government will always be corrupt. Government at every level will always move toward corruption. It's the nature of the beast. And the lessons that the founding fathers taught us and the lessons they tried to uh, impart to us in the U.S. Constitution were lessons that told us. Do not allow this government to get too big because government will always move toward tyranny, will always be corrupt, and will always exhibit the kinds of behavior that we're decrying right now. This was was told to us, Banana. We knew this was coming. Anybody who's a student of history and anybody who's a student of how this nation was founded and read any of the Founding Fathers' uh, writings, letters, memos, notes about the founding of this nation would understand that. The problem is, Banana, as you know very well, they're not teaching these things anymore. I just got done reading the Federalist Papers about a week or two ago. Good for you. And... And it's it was given to me as a um, Christmas gift last year, and I hadn't really had time to read it, but I actually had time this year or last year to read it. And my stepdad was a huge history teacher, and he always says, history repeats itself. And you know what? Back during the 1700s, you know, 1776 level. So I'm going to use this term loosely because I'm part of this country. It was a bunch of 
Ragtag Hicks said no more to the British government, and we marched against them, and we fought, lost, and, you know, died and everything else defending this country. Yep. And you know what? If the government keeps pushing us a little bit more, a little bit more, in a generation, two generations or whatever, we could see another civil war going on. Well, that's, yeah, I mean, that's that's the fear, and there's a lot of talk of that. Obviously, it would be a far different event uh, if it happened again versus how it happened in 1861. So we pray that doesn't happen, but people have, have uh, become fed up. Sadly, there are enough people like the frog in the boiling pot. You know, if you throw the frog into the pot while it's boiling... Uh, the frog will jump out because it recognizes the danger. But if you just slowly increase the temperature, the frog doesn't realize it's happening until it's dead. And that's kind of what we're, we're, we're many of us in this country. And I don't think it's anybody listening to this program. Certainly not you, Banana, and not us here. Uh, you know, but a lot of people are falling prey to that. That slow transition from a free country to socialism, to communism, to tyranny. And they're going right along with it because you know what? They get a check in the mail. And they can sit on their iPhones and do whatever the hell they they can play Angry Birds or whatever the game of the day is. Angry Birds dates me, Brit. That was a while ago. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you know what Angry I'm talking Birds. about. <laughs> hey, Banana, thanks for calling in. I love your loved your perspective. Thanks so much. Uh, we appreciate that. Uh, we haven't heard from the Banana in a long time. By the way, are you are you are you normal again? What the hell is going on there? And don't say it's I my don't know. side. I com- don't say it's my side. I, I, all I all I can tell you is my tower in my backup uh, cave. We had this problem. We're having the same problem here, which is a completely different house, completely different county. Okay. And me... then I tried to jump on my 5G, mm-hmm. and it did the same thing. It logs in and drops mm-hmm. out, logs in and drops out. I just changed off of Chrome because all three of them were Chrome. I'm on Safari right now, mm-hmm. and it hasn't dropped. So I'm wondering if it's a Chrome thing I'm having an issue with. I don't know, but you got to remember, we had two guests last night. We had guests the other night. We, nobody else is <clears> dropping, and... The other thing is, you know, I've got these, as you know, on vMix, there's a there's a series of red icons yeah. on the top yeah. there, and it tells you if yeah. the connection gets weird, and I've had no dropouts, so I don't know, I don't know yeah. what's, what's happening. I don't know. Uh, or maybe we're just on the list, and they're not letting us communicate. Yeah, maybe it's you on the list. You're on some it list. It might be. Hey, speaking, might be. speaking of lists, so I so I showed uh, I showed a little bit of uh, Chase's, I don't know if you caught that or not, in, in the midst of you I saw a little bit of switching it. stuff around. <laughs> uh, seven hours, how long did he go doing that? So like seven and a half hours. And I did text him. I asked how his voice was. He says his voice is fine. I should ask him why he stopped. But yeah, seven hours. Are you going to pull it up again? Uh, I can. I can. I was just texting or I was just commenting in the uh, in the um, chat saying uh, thanking the banana. Let's go, Brandon. Let's go. The banana. We did, you didn't ask him about any pineapples. Brandon, let's go, Brandon. Different show. Brandon, let's go, Brandon. Yeah. Let's go, Brandon. Yeah, we'll let's probably go, get him banned from Brandon. the show if we did that anyways. Let's go, Brandon. Um, let's yeah, go, Brandon. seven hours. Let's and all go, he said was, let's go, Brandon. Brandon. Let's, let's go, Brandon. Brandon. Let's Although I will tell you, I, I saw, uh, because he sent me a link, which I retweeted, go, when he was Brandon. first doing it. He was super energetic in the beginning. Yeah. The boy, towards the end, you could tell he was tired. Oh, that's, that's that. I mean, you know what it's like to talk for an hour. Talk for seven hours. Doesn't matter what words are coming out of your mouth. Just talk for seven hours. And 
you know how you say something over and over again, and it becomes hard to say it. You start to screw up the words because you know. Well, you don't have to say it. Oh, you can do it the first time you say it. You screw up the words. That's true. But but, but you know when you repeat. Well, words are my second language. I know that. I know they are. I've you got need to proof. stop being racist against me. Okay, you're being proof. racist. Let's leave it go. You're very. Dis- you're very discriminatory. No, I'm just po- pointing out the truth. Uh, but, you know, you say something over and over again, and then all of a sudden you start to mess it up, and you, it starts to sound weird to you. And uh, I'm sure yeah. he had a lot of that going on, too. Uh, but anyway, cheers, I wonder if he's- cheers to him for doing that. Uh, anything to uh, to d- detract from what the hell these morons were doing in the White House and the Capitol Ugh. building and all those freaking idiots up there who are pretending that there was some kind of rebellion a year ago uh, on this day, which there you know couldn't be further from the truth. By the way, I, I I just I had a I had an epiphany. Remember when? What show was it that you looked like this? Uh, that was like two weeks ago. Where you had is this? A week ago? That's the that's the flannel plaid thing I was making fun of, right? Yeah, yeah, pretty I, much. I was trying to figure out what the hell you reminded me of, and I figured it out. I figured oh, out shit. what you remind me of. <laughs> this is what I was seeing the whole time. <laughs> oh, fortunately, I still have more hair than him, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, sometimes I feel like that. Yeah. You know what? Just because you did that. Uh-oh. Where the hell are you going? Oh, he's going to put the damn shirt on. So um, I didn't even know who that that person, that that guy is. That, that thing. I just happened to be... Uh, looking through Netflix and stopped on Jeff Dunham's Christmas special. And this was the teaser for it. The trailer was him with this puppet. Uh, talk, oh, he's, look at this. Uh, he's doing it. it. It was with that puppet. And I'm like, oh my God, that's the same shirt that Brit had on. And I had to, I had to find a picture <laughs> of it. Well, I know, I know, Randall, Walter is Biden. You're absolutely right. It is Walter. And yes, uh, when I saw it and I watched it, actually, I'm like, oh my God, this is Joe Biden. Except for this, except for yeah, Walter, totally. the, Walter the puppet is actually uh, more with it than Joe Biden is. But so there, there's my uh, there's my vest that uh, yeah. you were teasing me about the other night, and you wonder why our ratings dropped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I have I have this flannel. Oh my god! Yeah, I have more up there too. Is full of flannels. It's cold in the cave, okay? It's very cold in the cave, so I have to have my warm weather gear. Hey, friendly and you know, I'm friendly gator. Thank you for the can donation in Foxhole. We appreciate. God bless the January 6th detainees. Exactly, those folks are not receiving justice. They are. Uh, I mean, it's un- It's still unfathomable. And you were talking about MTG uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. She's one of the few Congress people that actually have cared about this and went and visited. Uh, the prison yep. that these folks are being held in, and has talked about it. It's it's unreal to yep. me that uh, the Republican leaders aren't fighting this fight. And you know, I'm a huge fan of Tucker Carlson. I his his show, I think, is the most important show on cable television. And uh, he talks about this all the time. He's like, "Where the hell are the Republican leaders standing up and speaking out about this stuff? Why are they silent?" And I get the whole thing. You know, if you just don't say anything, they can't make an ad about it, you know, during the election year and, and hold it against you. But damn it, where are the principles? Stand up in your goddamn principles if you have them, I guess. I have. I, yeah. that, that's assuming so, you have them. 
Yeah, so so let's let's think about that, JV, for a second. These politicians that are keeping their head down and trying, you know, doing the typical Washington D.C. political thing: don't give them ammunition, don't this, don't that. MTG is super vocal, and she talked a lot about the J six detainees um, uh, last night on the interview I watched. Um, she just did polling uh, a week ago in her district, and fifty four percent of the people polled. However they do, they did it through town hall, however that all works. 54% uh, of the people said that they're going to vote for her. They don't care who the hell is running. They will vote for her. 71% total said they're voting for her. Um, and she's super vocal about this. Uh, the first quarter of 2021, or whatever the hell the latest quarter is that was reported, she raised $3.2 million, all small donations. She has not one lobbyist check in her thing. Um, but she's raised a total over her whole run now of uh, like $7 million. So this whole thing of, of keeping your head down, being bland, don't let them make an ad. I mean, look at what she's doing. I mean, Ted Cruz made the mistake of kind of flirting with, you know, trying to be milly mouth about the whole J6 thing. And he's getting eviscerated on social media right now. Yeah, but, eviscerated but, the, but the problem is... Side. That's the thing. That's the problem. He's getting being eviscerated from his from his uh, support. I, I am not going to call them their supporters. I'm not even sure from his side. I guess that's the best way to put it. And that's what Republicans do to themselves all the goddamn time. But hold on. But hold on. No, 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 no. He's getting eviscerated because he was. He's using. He's going. He's agreeing with the Democrats' talking points of that J six was a terrorist. I understand, Brett. I, Brett, I, Brett, Brett hold, hold, I understand. I was agreeing with you. I was basically saying, why are Republicans so stupid to do that, to become Democrat light okay. at times, got to it. appease that side when all it does is okay. destroy their base? And if you don't have your base supporting you, you're not going to win. Democrats aren't going to cross over very often. Yep. And vote for Republican. So every time a Republican tries to play nice and play in that arena, all they do is hurt themselves. Yeah, I, I took that. I thought you were saying, why are we attacking Ted Cruz? I totally took that wrong. I'm glad you clarified that. Because um, then I would say, wow, you did hit your head. Um, so anyway, so my point is, is that she is a lightning rod and she's doing great. And then I also have this poll that just came out on Trump, a... Uh, Reuters, I said it right. Nice. Reuters Ipsos poll. Um, Trump is fifty four percent. The closest number two is Ron DeSantis at eleven percent. So the question is, I'm trying to read it. It's really small. Uh, thinking about your presidential election coming twenty twenty four, who would you vote for? Now these are obviously Republicans. They're polling Republicans. It was fifty four percent Trump. Trump is a lightning rod. DeSantis is a lightning rod. So the top two guys are lightning rods. And then all the other uh, uh, Millie Mouth politicians come in below that. So this keeping your head down, that's old school. That doesn't work anymore because we demand more. The party is different now. We, guys like you, white collar, me, blue collar, we are demanding more from our politicians. and We want them to fight. We want them to fight. I will not support anybody who is Millie Mouth. Period. Anybody who goes, oh, which way is the wind blowing? Okay, I'm, I want. The, what do you think? Tell me what you think. I don't. I don't want you to tell me what you think. I want you to say. I want you to tell me what you think, and then I'll, you know. And that's the other thing. I don't have to agree with 100 percent of what a politician says, as long as he's 
solid and forthright in his opinions. Does that make sense? I don't know if that makes sense. I'm too busy laughing at what Foxhole Chat is talking about over here. Okay. They, they're 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 coming up with more Johnson in DC uh, campaign slogans. Okay. Well, you know, had Johnson in every basket. I have never been a fan of Republicans who try to pretend, who think that they're going to somehow win votes by trying to appease the left. It doesn't ever, ever, ever work. And yet, nope. yet we still have this parade of Republicans that think they're going to do that. I don't think Ted Cruz is one of those. I don't know what Ted Cruz was thinking when he said, when he uttered that line. You know. Did you watch it? I, I, I watched no, not finally. I watched it before you even talked about it. Tucker Carlson had it on last night. I watched it before our show last night. I saw I saw the clip. And uh, Tucker Carlson was critical of him then. And apparently from what people are saying over here in the chat, he's they're critical. Uh, he was critical of him again tonight. So, you know, I don't know. All, what I do know is that sometimes people say things they regret. Maybe he regrets that. Maybe it came out wrong. Who the hell knows? I don't know. But yeah, Ted a- Cruz has done enough right for me to give no, him give him that. give him a bit of a pass on saying this if if he was if he made this a pattern I'd have a difficult but we cannot expect every one of our the people that we look yeah. to as our champions to be absolutely perfect cuz they won't be they won't be yeah, perfect I do agree with that and we can't and, and hold you're them, right he has been we can't hold them hold them to a standard of perfection it just doesn't work Everybody has yeah. no, no, slip ups, flaws, or makes a you know makes a judgment error now and then. You have to look at the totality of their work and their positions and say, okay, all right, I know you know I know what he stands for. This isn't it. I don't know why he said it, and kind of move yeah. on from there. Do uh have have we heard any? Have you heard anything from him since then? Has he responded? Has he? I haven't seen anything. I haven't either. I'd love to have. I'd love to hear what he has to say about yeah. it. I'd love to hear him. I mean, come on and say, "Hey, I this is what I believe, and that's this is why I said it." Or, "Hey, I you know I used some I had a poor choice of words there. This this is not that wasn't really how I felt. This is how I feel." And and restating, you know, have a chance to correct the record. Uh, either way, I just like to hear what he has to say. And I don't know if he's done that somewhere. Maybe someone in chat has seen something. I haven't. Yeah, I haven't seen anything. I I, I briefly looked before the show to try and, but. I haven't seen anything. I just know that I finally, I finally got to actually watch the clip because when I made that comment to you, I was just going off what I had seen, you know, via socials and text, uh, not video. June, so I June, made a point to June actually- said in our YouTube chat that he was actually on Tucker. He was on Tucker Carlson oh, wow. tonight, so I haven't seen Tucker yet. I used, I'll watch it after the show, yeah. but um, yeah. Uh, so oh, that'd be interesting. be interesting to see what he has to say there. Obviously, everybody who saw that in, uh, who's talking about it in chat, already knows. I don't, were you guys satisfied? He said he meant people who attacked the police, is what June just said. Hmm. Okay, well, all right. I don't think anybody should attack the I mean, police, so therefore, I, I would I would no, criticize I, those I, people too. I don't know that I would call them what do you say terrorists? Yeah, Laura, yeah, called, yeah, it was a terrorist insurrection. I mean, I don't it was a violent he, riot. I don't which, think he used the word insurrection, did he? I don't think he used that word. <sighs> You had it. I'm not confident didn't you enough have to say it? yes or no. Didn't you just have it somewhere? Didn't I see you putting it up on the screen earlier before the show started? I thought you had it. Uh, no, I did not grab that. 
first responders. Uh, the, yeah, it was just the first responders responding uh, to the whole J six uh, thing. I saw something. I don't, I don't yeah. know, remember where I saw it. I may have seen it in in research I was doing. I thought for some reason I saw it on your screen, but yeah, yeah, no, I did. But you know, it is interesting. I mean, what are the Democrats thinking? Because here, here's the nine eleven first responders, which. There's a lot of there's a, there's a lot of people in that world that the 9/11 world and they're if you go through these comments man they are brutal about what the Democrats are doing trying to compare the two and uh, I, to me it's like it seems like you have five choices four of them are good and one of them's bad and the Democrats are grabbing all the bad choices all the bad roads to go down hey uh, just just to let you know our good friend Chase just checked into the YouTube chat. Uh, he's typing because he probably has no voice left to actually say anything. <laughs> uh, good. Nice job today, Chase. Uh, we're proud of you, my friend. Uh, and it, you know, I, I don't know if you if you qualified for a world record or not. I don't know how those things work. Uh, but what you did was uh, was a great statement in contrast to what was going on at the White House and in the, at the Capitol building. These clowns, Kamala Harris and Joe Biden. If anybody saw any of those speeches, I didn't watch them all. I watched clips of them. What a bunch of clowns these people are. They're not serious people. They're dangerous people. They're stupid people. And they're the uh, number one and number two leaders of this country. It's really, really frightening. But it's true. You know what's interesting, JV? So there's a poll out that if the election were held today, again, a redo between Biden and Trump, Trump would win by like four and a half points. So think about this last year of what the media and the, and the, the politicians, the Democrats have been doing of just smear, continuing to smear Trump, but pushing this whole insurrection coup thing. Trump was doing a coup. A coup. It was an insurrection. He was, and the American people would choose that over Biden. We want an insurrectionist dictator, Trump, over over Biden. Hang on a second. I'm, I'm, I'm going to see if Chase will check in with us here, jump on the show. Uh, if you might want to text him the link. I'm sure he knows I'll text him. what he ha- you know, what it is and stuff, but maybe he can come on and tell. He said he set the record, so I'm curious as to how that works and uh, what it means and does it mean it goes in the book? How does that happen? By the way, thank you, Laura, in uh, Foxhole for the for the donation too. I just want to I just want to say something about the donations. You know, we don't ask for them flagrantly. We m- mention it once in a while. Britt and I both in order to do this program, there are a lot of expenses. We had to buy a lot of equipment. We had to buy a lot of software. Uh, we there's a lot that goes in it. You know, the subscriptions to to things like a Restream and uh, Rumble. T- TV or whatever the hell it is that we stream on over there. You know, we have to pay for that <laughs> stuff. And uh, we we do it gladly out of our own pockets because we think it's that important. But anytime someone can help us out, we appreciate that very, very much because it, it gives us an opportunity to uh, sigh a bit of relief and uh, maybe not reach as deep into our pockets that given month. So thank you so much to everybody who's done that. Obviously, there are several ways you can do it. If you if you're a podcast listener, right in the podcast app, there's a thing you can you can click on that'll allow you to do that. In um, in Foxhole, you know, there's cans, shades. I don't know how all that works, but you but you can buy them and then donate them, and we get the credit for that. We can't. We are not monetized in YouTube because YouTube has throttled us. D Live and Twitch have monetization options there that people can donate to us. So we appreciate that. And then the final way that you can do it, and Britt, maybe there's another one, but we have a donate tab on our website that you can go to and through uh, PayPal actually make a 
contribution to the program. So again, thank you to everybody that's done that. We've got some great podcasts. I call them subscribers. The podcast is free, but you can commit like a monthly amount, kind of like a Patreon thing, but it is not Patreon right through the podcast. And we've got some great folks that are doing that for us. So thank you so much for doing that. Anyway. Thank you. Everything that JV just said times two and Chase is inbound. FYI. Awesome. Okay, cool. I think he, I think he's putting his clothes back on. <laughs> Wait, did he do it naked? He didn't do that naked. <laughs> no, I know. I got no, no, he did not do it naked. Thank God. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. He will, he will come on to talk about his world record breaking day. So Laura QAnon, our good Jay. friend, our good friend in Foxhole chat is, is saying that she's now a little suspect of, of Ted Cruz. And I, I just want to say this about Ted Cruz. I think he's one of the good guys. I really do. There aren't a lot of good guys in the House and Senate with the Republican uh, in, in next to their name. He's one of the good ones, although I've never thought he made a good presidential candidate. I've never felt like he he rises to that level. For me, I don't know if you've thought that way about him, Britt, or not. I just, I mean, I, if, if I had to choose him or Biden, I'd choose him. If I had to choose him or Hillary Clinton, I'd choose him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah exactly. Yeah, there's yeah. no doubt about that. I will tell you this: what, what, and Chase is in, by the way. Um, what, what Ted Cruz did with that, it wasn't because he's pretty solid. It, you know, like when the dog's looking at the TV and it makes a funny high pitch sound, the dog tilts its head and the ear kind of yeah. comes up. Like, oh, yeah. what the hell was that? Yeah, that's what that was to me. It was a, uh, uh oh, do we have something to worry about here with Ted Cruz? So it's it's not that he's suspect. But I'm paying attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you have to just to make sure. You, you got to. You don't know nowadays. I mean, look at the shit that John McCain did. This, you know, um, but, yeah, for but the, John McCain um, for was never a conservative. Never a conservative. No, but I'm talking. I'm, I'm talking about he did the whole set. He ran for how many years on repealing Obamacare, repealing yeah, Obamacare. Yeah, repeal, yeah. And when he had the chance to do it, he went thumbs down yeah. because he had a personal act. That's what worries me. Does he have a personal ask grind? Did something compromise, et cetera? Oh, my God. Look who's here. Yeah. So, Chase, if you if you want to do this by sign language, that's OK. Well, I mean, I only know one uh, bit of sign language and it's this. But beyond that, I'm sure I'm sure we can figure it out. So, so first of all, when did you get this idea to do this monster thing, and uh, what was the genesis of it? So, uh, a few months ago, I thought I was just thinking about January 6th and how annoying I knew the corporate media was going to be in their coverage of it. And so I thought, man, it'd be really cool if I did if I broke like the world record for the longest filibuster, which is like 24 hours and 12 minutes, you know, like an actual filibuster yep. in Congress. Yep. And I did like a midnight to midnight thing. And I just kind of like put it on the back burner, like I'm not going to do that. And then yesterday I was thinking, man, maybe I will do that tomorrow. And I like woke up at 6 a.m. this morning and I just sort of rolled over, rolled over like I'm not going to do it. And then around like 8.45 a.m., I saw Joe Biden giving a speech today. And like one sentence in, I was like, all right, I'm doing it. <laughs> and so... so <laughs> so, so there, so there is no like record, and this is not like an official Guinness Book thing. No one's ever done this before. So I right. just set the record. I went seven hours and twenty seven minutes repeating. Let's go, Brandon, over and over again. There's not an exact count, but it's somewhere in the realm of uh, between twenty five thousand and twenty six thousand, wow. probably. So Based me, on the random per minute, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Let me ask you this though. So, as far as the world records go, you said it's not really an official thing, but could it be an official thing? I mean, could you file? Yes, it can be. You could file with probably. Guinness? I mean, it's documented what I did. So, like, you know, there's seven and a half hour video of me doing it. For Guinness Book, you have to do it twice, though. 
Really? That's kind of how their thing oh, works. Yeah, yeah, you got to do it twice. How can and that then be? They have Brent? to have an observer. How can you do it twice? Yeah, I mean, let's let's say it's something that's a little more risky, <sighs> or you know, where it requires a little more chance. Uh, you know, and the fact that yeah. it'd be almost impossible to repeat something like that, but you still get the world I, I, record I was for it. I was watching some documentary, some kind of like it was like an evil Knievel thing, but it wasn't evil Knievel. But some guy jumping something, the world's longest motorcycle jump, something like that, and he had to do it twice. And yeah, but Guinness the only Book time, had to be there okay, to observe so it. I know what you're talking about. The only time you have to do it is if you die the first time, then you have to repeat it because it doesn't count the first time. Oh, gotcha. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, so that's what because I had the same amphibian got twice. I mean, okay, whatever. So, so, you, um, so, how far into it, Chase, did you start regretting it? So. <laughs> I was probably I was probably three hours in, and there were like two people watching on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, what the hell am I doing? And then somehow it popped. Like somebody posted about it in Telegram or something, and I got to the point where there were like 250 people on YouTube viewing, oh, nice. and the chat was like going crazy, you know, yeah, with yeah. people commenting. Yeah. And then I got like a second wind, and it was like really easy for me to do the rest of it. Um, I just sort of kind of spontaneously decided to stop because my wife was sending me texts and she was all pissed <laughs> off hearing it over and over again. <laughs> so is it, true, is it true that you actually took the mic and the camera into the bathroom with you? Yeah, so I logged in on my phone so that I could walk away from where I am in my station in my office, and I took a shit with the camera off, saying, let's go, Brandon. I mean, you could hear it. Like, so I had to go. Oh, <laughs> oh, my God. I had to go, man. <laughs> so... That's crazy. And everything. That's crazy. <laughs> oh, oh my god. That's amazingly cool. Was a so man. what made you so so it was the wife was what made you stop? Or did you just Yeah, get there tired? was kind of that. She was she was like sending me texts that our that our little daughter has a fever and she could really oh, use geez. the help. And so like she got like she oh, kinda guilt, yeah. guilted me. Honey, and, I'm, you know, doing, I'm, happy I'm, to help, I'm doing a world but... record in here. You're gonna have to wait. <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I know, like of all days. <laughs> of all days, right? So so um yeah, so I just decided to stop. I figured seven and a half hours is good. You know, what would really make my day about this whole project would be if somebody would beat the record. Like if somebody yeah. who watched decides they wanted to do it. Like that would be really cool. Imagine if, if we somebody had a lot, like, like a lot of yeah, a lot of people doing it, trying it, and the and YouTube and all the streaming platforms just filled with people just repeating "Let's go, Brandon" over and over. Again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, that would be, be awesome. I threw one, I threw one "fuck Joe Biden" in the oh. whole entire time, just one, just nice. one. So, <laughs> but, uh, but, Brent and I were talking. Yeah, the whole thing to find it. Yeah, Brent and I were talking yeah. about this, you know, uh, when we opened the show tonight, and uh, one of the things I said, you know, how when you you repeat words over and over again they start to sound weird and you it starts to become hard to pronounce them and did you did you have any of that yeah there were people that were commenting uh let's go like l-e-t-s-k-o let's go brandon because <laughs> i started saying it like that and like there were a couple of times i made mistakes but um all in all i was able to keep saying let's go brandon the hardest thing is like I was listening to music the whole time I was doing it to kill time. So I had my Spotify playlist going and I was doing the let's go Brandon to the beat of the song. So it was like, let's go, Brandon, let's go, Brandon, let's go, Brandon, let's go. Brandon. So the songs would change and my pacing would change. Because I didn't want to just sit there and say it. It'd be so boring. So yeah, I was listening to the Spotify, a lot of Hans Zimmer, a lot of epic. I, I don't know if I could do that. I don't know if I could listen to music and and, and not recite the lyrics of the music and and just kind of say something it'd be kind of weird yeah it's hard to do that the first 10 minutes but after three hours you <laughs> find a way you find uh, a way so was there any death metal let's go brandon 
No, there was no death. It was like pop and it was a lot of, I listened to a lot of cinematic stuff. So there was like Hans Zimmer stuff in the background, you know, oh uh, Philip Glass stuff. So it was <laughs> so like, I, cause I tried to kind of focus on instrumental stuff and I wanted to make sure it wasn't too loud because I was worried that if it was too loud, it would leak. Yeah, and then they right. would get me like on a copyright right. infringement, you know, oh, like right. some loophole. Yep. Yeah, right. And so I was just like, I had it kind of quiet, but no, it was, it was okay. And I was checking Twitter the whole time on my phone and it was, you know, really fun to see people. Yeah. I was going to say, what was the, what was the like chat reaction or, or Twitter reaction? What were people saying well the people in the chat um of the video on youtube were like basically like holy shit i can't believe this guy's doing this uh are you insane yet <laughs> um there were a couple of people that were like i, I hate it but i can't stop listening <laughs> so, like, so it was it was like really friendly i had like maybe a couple of trolls but nothing too bad um and then on twitter um that video got like fifty thousand views and it was shared by like ian miles jung and oh, matt wow. couch wrote an article oh, on DC a lot Patriot of about it. Well, oh, yeah. yeah there were a lot of them so there was there were a lot of replies there too I shared it um, but, shared it yeah, yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, I retweeted your, your share and overwhelmingly positive. There were a couple of people that were, you know, uh, being jerks, but it, it was, you know, and that's one of my only things I'm disappointed. I was really hoping that it would get into the left bubble more yeah, and yeah. that people would get real pissed off. I was hoping that like an AOC or somebody would retweet it, but it didn't happen. So uh, overall, uh, I mean, obviously you were motivated after uh, this morning after seeing Joe Biden speak. Did you get a chance to see any of his comments? No, I, I literally heard him say maybe two or three sentences and, and I like enough. got off the couch and went straight to my office. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's, you know, it's just so frustrating. I mean, you know, what's your overall reaction of the way that uh, most of the Democrats, but Dick Cheney and Liz Cheney were involved today in, in these uh, observance ceremonies or whatever mm -hmm. you want to call them. Uh, what are your thoughts on on the way they're making this out to be some, well, they're, they're, they are saying it's as bad as 9-11 or Pearl Harbor or whatever? Yeah, well, there's there are a couple of different angles to this and that that contribute to my perspective. The first is I think it's very questionable the degree to which the feds were involved. Revolver News covered that. Darren Beatty covered that. So you can look into that. Your audience can look into that. It's very questionable to what extent the feds were involved. It seems like they there might be a little bit of entrapment, a little bit of instigation there. That's the first thing to consider. The second thing to consider is that the only person who died was Ashley Babbitt. And though what she was doing was against the law, and I don't condone what she did, she didn't need to be murdered over that. They could easily arrested her or anything else, right? And so she's a victim and she's made out to be this traitor insurrectionist. And I really hate how they've been dragging her name through the mud the last year. And so that's the, that's the second thing to consider. The third thing to consider is that this was by no means actually an insurrection. Like even like, yeah, they, they, inter they interfered with the, the, the legal proceeding that was going on, but it wasn't like an overthrow of the government. I mean, they occupied the Capitol and then they just left Chase, voluntarily. Chase, right? how many times, and, and, you know, I'm not making a direct comparison here, but just to put some perspective sure. on it, how many times have we seen some kind of left-wing agitator in the Senate chambers or the House chambers with a flag running down the middle of the thing, having to be escorted out by police? They, too, are interrupting a legal proceeding. It's the same damn thing. This was on a larger scale, yeah. yes, but it's the same damn thing. Yeah, well, and my final point is that they it's proven that with the Russian collusion hoax, they literally tried to unseat a president of the United States based on a lie that they made up, and they knew they made it up. It wasn't a mistake or an accident or a misunderstanding. Like They actually lied and tried to unseat a president. So it, it, in a way, that was sort of... Uh, it was sedition, I guess, which is a little bit different than insurrection. But what they actually did right. is way worse than what these rowdy, instigated protesters did on January 6th. I don't condone what happened. You know, like breaking windows yeah, at the Capitol, nobody, it's no. inappropriate. Yeah. 
hate it. All that stuff is inappropriate. But 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 that being said, these were rowdy protesters, and the reason that they were so fired up isn't because Trump incited them. It's because the media lied about everything else yep. about Trump for so many years that when Trump lost the election, regardless of what you think about election fraud or not, how was anybody supposed to believe right. that it was true, Absolutely given that the media right. lied about everything else, right? Absolutely and so. Right. So yeah, so that, that that was the real instigation of what happened on January sixth was the media's dishonesty. I think over four years, you, more than the, than Trump's refusal to lose, and they weren't being heard. These people had been demanding for months investigations, some type of official look into what had happened on election day, and let the results be the results. But they wanted an honest look, and they were told to shut up. Not ask questions. They were taken off social media when they asked those questions. They were silenced. In some cases, they were harassed. And they couldn't even ask the questions. So what were they supposed to do? They were frustrated and angry. Just as frustrated and angry as all of those folks who were upset about uh, George Floyd being murdered, who rioted for six months. Same frustration yeah. and anger. I would say that the ones that got overdid it on January 6th actually had more more of a justification. But the bottom line is it was the treatment they received by the media and the Democrats and the political machine that led to this. They're the ones that are responsible in my book. Yeah, I agree with you. I, 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 actually, I actually made some notes about this because... You know, when they talk about this being an insurrection and they talk about talk about it being a planned insurrection as though a bunch of people sat around, figured out how they were going to overthrow the U.S. government. And this is what they came up with. This is how they planned on doing it. A, a few hundred unarmed people uh, walking around the Capitol building. What the hell was the plan? Let's say they, they actually got in touch with a Nancy Pelosi or some somebody. What would they have done with them? There are 10,000 10, National Guard troops right around the corner. What the hell are these few hundred people going to end up doing? How is that an overthrow of the government in any way? I mean, it's so, so stupid, but the media just parrots this stuff. And then as far as Ashley Babbitt goes, that officer should have been stripped of his job, probably prosecuted, and put in jail. He didn't shoot at Ashley Babbitt. He fired indiscriminately into a crowd. And she got hit. You, ever, you watched, you've seen the video. There's a bunch yeah, of people. Yeah, I've seen the there. footage many times. There, there's a bunch, yeah. there's no reason he would have targeted her specifically. He just fired into a crowd. Yeah, right, right. And, and, and of course, the, 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 the greatest risk in what he was doing is that by firing into the crowd, he risked that the crowd would actually become violent instead of just Absolutely. vandalizing. Absolutely. Yep. So, so yeah, I think that that was really irresponsible what happened in, in terms of um, that, that gun that was fired again, like not condoning, you know, breaking into the Capitol and interrupting not. a proceeding. I'm yeah. not, but, no. um, but I do understand why people were pissed off. I was pissed off on January 6th. And when I was watching, you know, there was part of me that was appalled at what was going on. And there was, there was another part of me, I'm going to admit it right here. There's another part of me that was like, fuck yeah. You know, cause it was nice to see. Are politicians scared of the people for the first time in my life since 1990? I was born in 90. I've never ever seen our politicians afraid, and that was the only day this entire pandemic that they were in a lockdown. And it felt good to see them scared because they should be scared of the people, not the other way around. And now it's unfortunate the circumstances and how that played out specifically. Yeah. So I'm not condoning or endorsing that, but it's nice to see our, our politicians reminded that the people run the people 
are, they are accountable to the people. The people are not accountable to them. You know, Ashley Babbitt was not a big man rushing a police officer. That was Michael Brown. Ashley Babbitt was not a drug user whacked out uh, with an OD of fentanyl in his system, uh, having breathing problems. Uh, that was George Floyd. Ashley Babbitt was not a teenager with a gun uh, under the seat of his car who tried to flee an arrest uh, and was mistakenly shot by an officer who thought she was using her taser. That was, what was that guy's name, Wright? Devon, was it Devon Wright? I'm trying to remember his name. I always forget. Ashley Babbitt was not a guy with a knife threatening a woman with a child and then turning that knife on police and being shot by those police officers. She was none of those things, but she's been treated worse than every one of those people. Yeah. Her, yeah. her, her memory has Wrong been party. treated worse than every one of those people. And it's, 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 yeah, well, her, this is the type of thing that people should be gathering in the streets and with torches and pitchforks about. They should be pissed off about the way one of their fellow Americans was is being treated by their president of all people. Mm -hmm. So anyway. Oh, did did Biden agree. talk about her? I don't think he mentioned her specifically, but he has in the past. Yeah. Did they mention yeah. her at all today in Sad any of the speeches? I just seen it on social media. Yeah, I don't know, Chase. I, maybe somebody in the chat knows Dante Wright. Thank you, Par Five. Uh, Dante uh, Dante Wright. Uh, maybe uh, chat knows somebody saw something where they may have mentioned. I doubt. I doubt they mentioned her anywhere. Right. Uh, every mention of her that I see uh, is is something disgusting. They, you know, they they try to destroy her honor and her memory and and uh, disregard the loss of life and what it did to her family. I mean, it's sickening what they've done. Right. Well, and you don't have to you don't have to believe that it's right what she did in order to believe that it's wrong that she was murdered. Exactly. That's that's absolutely right. right. You know, like with, with the George Floyd example, you know, uh, obviously George Floyd is not a model citizen. Okay, he was breaking the law that day. He had fentanyl. There's very there's a lot of questions about the, the nature of his death. But when I watch that nine and a half minute video of Chauvin, you know, there's something wrong with that cop. Yeah. Like yeah. I can I can understand that the cop. I don't know if he if he murdered him or not, but I can I can accept the fact that that cop was incredibly callous and inappropriate the way he behaved. It was really hard to watch, and that George Floyd wasn't some hero either. Right. right? I mean, you can have two bad people in the same situation. You don't have to have one a hero, one a villain. It's so that's right. I don't know. It's just oh, you're so wise for your years, Chase. So wise for your years, <laughs> and your voice. You're starting. You're starting to sound like you know. You could go on like you know the midnight talk line. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sex tips yeah. with Chase. Uh, give me a call. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, uh, I haven't anyway, done that since second grade. Tell me about your mother. Yeah. Tell me about your mother. Stop it. Hey, what are you wearing? What are you wearing? I'm actually really surprised your voice isn't even worse than it is. Like, hoarser. Yeah, and I've got COVID, man. I've still got the Omicron. Yeah. Uh, right. So I was, like, coughing and stuff throughout this whole thing. But, you know, I, I wasn't, like, screaming. I was just saying, let's go, Brandon, over and over again. Oh, my God, I just said it again. It hurt a little bit. <laughs> I wonder if you're going to dream about this tonight. You know, you know, you know, carpal, know. You know carpal tunnel syndrome, you know, when obviously everybody knows what it is, but, but it's a repetitive motion uh, injury, basically, for, usually from mm -hmm. typing on a keyboard. You're going to have it in your jaw from saying, let's go, Brandon, too many times. <laughs> Same thing. It's going to be repetitive motion injury in your jaw. <laughs> yep, I know it. I know it. Well, um, I'm going to leave you guys yeah, to yeah, it, but thanks it, for letting it. me come on and say my thing. I appreciate it. Yeah, and no. uh, you guys have a good rest of the night. Yeah. I'll be listening. Thanks for fighting the fight for us today. We appreciate it. It's my pleasure, guys. Thanks. All right. We'll see you next time, Chase. We always love having Chase.
involved. It's so funny. And he is wise. His wife was standing. What? His wife was standing on the other side of the camera. Oh, His seriously? Wife was going Are like, you being serious? Really? Or you just... you're, you're on it again? You're, you're on it again. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he had to look. He had to look. He kind of looked up and went, okay, I'm going to let you guys go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, Chase? Is that what happened, Chase? Let us know. <laughs> oh, boy. Anyway. Oh, well, uh, we've been on an hour. I think uh, I think we've – I'm just too frustrated to uh, to be intelligent anymore. I don't know about you. Anymore. Yeah. Uh, I don't care. I, I, you know, it is what it Unless is. Unless somebody wants well, to call in. Day. If somebody wants to call in, I'll give out the studio line phone number and let somebody call in. I, I didn't want to post it because I didn't want trolls. But, uh, yeah. No, I mean, I don't know. We did an hour. This is our one hour show. We've been doing 90 minute no, no, shows no. all week. No, no, no. See, you got it backwards. This is the what? problem, Britt. This is the 90 minute show. It's supposed to be the Tuesday, Thursday thing. Are you sure? And Monday, Wednesday, and Friday is supposed to be the one-hour show. Right. This is Thursday. Okay. This is the 90-minute so, show. Okay. But they're all 90-minute shows now. Well, they're not supposed didn't to be. Didn't you get but, the memo? No, I didn't get the memo. Somebody had to pee. Oh. Hey, you're the boss. Oh, I mean, we're just... <laughs> uh, Chase said he, the reason he, he left abruptly is because he had to pee. Must be there was a sign on the wall that says, you have to pee, that he looked up at. <laughs> His wife was holding a sign up that says, tell him you have to pee, because I want you off now. <laughs> oh, my God. That is so funny. I heard two words, and I said I had to do it and got out of bed. <laughs> yeah, well, what little bit I heard of that speech, I felt the same way. And then the media reaction. Oh, my God. The most important speech of the 20th, 21st century. The most important speech Biden will be remembered for. Oh, it was garbage. It was more garbage. I, I I don't know a single person, even in my lefty world that I run in, that talked about any of this today. Well, that's the saving no grace. Nobody's this. watching this shit. But as you've pointed out, and I've come to the realization that it's true, that's why the media says this shit. They don't say it because they believe it. They say it because they want you to believe it. Or whoever's watching. Yeah. They want whoever tunes in yeah. to CNN to see, oh, what happened today? And they hear, oh, Joe Biden gave the best speech of the 21st century today. He must be awesome. And they, and that's that's what the media wants to do. They don't care what actually happened. They want people to believe this is what happened. And honestly, JV, it's not even tuning in to CNN on the cable box. It's CNN clipping it and putting it on social right. and people start sharing it right. and it spirals out. Right. CNN, CNN's world is actually uh, on the social medias. Um, I mean, they're, they're, their numbers are atrocious on cable, but because YouTube puts them on the front page every day and basically supports them, they get hundreds of millions of views um, a month. So that's what it's all about. It's all a game. And sadly, it's our responsibility as citizens of this country to be informed. And so many of us don't do that. We just, we just, we've had it so good for so long. We are so soft. So soft. Speak for yourself. Um, are you saying you're not soft? <laughs> I'm a little doughy. I mean, I'm a little more doughy than I used to be. <laughs> doughy. That's a good word. Doughy. I'm doughy. <laughs> I don't know. It's just weird. It's just, it's just, it's just amazing how what we're willing to take. I mean, you, you are so right that this stuff is just marching along. Or was it Chase that was saying? I don't know who was saying it, but 
Um, I mean, we look at Australia and what they're doing there, and I mean, they are locking people down. And then, you know, Canada, they're now mandating, what did Trudeau say? These unvaccinated people, we need to question their citizenship or some shit like that. I mean, the insane Austria, mandatory forced jab. They're out, uh, Maduro down in, was it, Venezuela or some shit like that? Uh, Maduro, right? He's, or is he Philippines? Philippines. He's I think it's the Philippines. Philippines. Anyway, Maduro? Maduro? Is that Philippines? No, I think it's, um, it's South, South America. But I'm not, I'm not sure if it's Venezuela or Argentina or or Bolivia. I don't know. Well, I don't anyway, know. I hate they're, it when they're you bring up, things, up bring up things that you don't know the answer to, and then you ask me, and I don't know the answer to. So we both look stupid. No, you just say I don't know. I do. Look stupid. I have a stream of conscience. Just stream of conscience. Just shit that I've seen today that just makes me shake my head. I mean, take the time and watch the Glenn Beck Donald Trump interview. That was interesting. Um, I'm not a big fan uh, of Donald Trump interviews. Uh, I'm more a fan of Glenn Beck, but whatever. No, I like Glenn Beck um, too. I just don't. I don't. I, you know, I I honestly don't have. I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to be careful of how I put this, but I like Donald Trump as as a hmm, administrator because he gets shit done and he gets the right shit done. He understands how things work in the real world. As I said last night, I think it was, he's a pragmatist, and uh, and I really, really love that. I don't think he's a very good orator. I don't think he's 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 obviously way too narcissistic. And, uh, you know, so I that turns me off when I hear him speak. So I don't need to hear him speak. I just want him to do the things he does. Just do them. Get them done. Get it done. I don't have to hear anything. Just go. Don't make that face because that's exactly that's exactly <laughs> this face. Oh Jesus, could be. Yeah, that's it. Uh, part five. I'm right with you. I, I just don't need to hear it. I mean, I don't care that he does it. Doesn't piss me off or anything. I think he's his own worst enemy when it comes to that. I just don't need to hear it. I don't need to watch another interview where he, where he tells everybody how great he is. I you know I I like what he did. I'll agree that I really really am impressed with what he got done and how he got it done. I wish he could have done more, and I'm hoping he gets a chance to do more. I just don't near, near to him, need to hear him brag about it the way he does. It's typical uh, brash New Yorker talk, and there's a place for that. It turns me off regardless of who's doing it. I'm, and I'm even Bridge not being honest. I think he, he disconnected himself, so I, he didn't have to answer my question. <laughs> but... Um, no. You, you wouldn't like it coming from anybody else either. You know how New Yorkers are. It's it's irritating as hell. Unless you're a New Yorker. If you're in New York I, and you talk that way, you're used to people talking that way. Everybody else says, "Oh I, my god, a New Yorker." I like it because he was our asshole. Why are you? You're on a different mic or something. Him. You're on a different uh, audio thing going on. All right, how's that? Is that any better? That is better. Now you're sound normal again. Oh, there we go. Um, no, I like I like I like Trump's interviews uh, because I, I let me back up. He says the same shit over and over again. It's like he's got the bro, he's got his that he does his shtick that he does. But every now and then, if he's got if someone that's interviewing him is good, like Glenn Beck's a great interviewer, like you. Um, different stuff comes out, but I'm saying listen, watch the interview because some of the stuff that Glenn Beck says that happened mm. um, when I got cut off earlier. Glenn Beck talked about the 
the his charity, I mean, they sent a shit ton of planes in and pulled people out that should have been taken out. Right. But the State Department was so horrible, he tells a story which he'd never told anybody out uh, publicly until with the president, that the first plane that left of Glenbeck's charity that left, the State Department said, we're going to, if you want to get the rest of your people out, your first yeah, plane, you we got to fill it yeah, up. You, you were telling this story when I walked away from the console and you were like, you still there? You fall asleep? You fall asleep? You still there? Remember? Oh, is that okay? This oh, is so what, you, I, I don't know what I don't know when I when I fell off. So I don't know what you guys heard. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, you, no, you, you, never, you didn't fall off until I came back. I was actually re I, reconnecting my phone line control thing because I disconnected it because you know I'm moving everything around here because of the cameras as we've talked about. And uh, Banana wanted to call in, so I needed to reconnect this thing, and I had to find where the other where the end of the wire was so I could plug it in. And I'm over there with a flashlight, right. and you're like, "Oh, you sleep? You where are you?" I'm like. Deal with it, Brick, because I'm not. I'm in the middle of this. I can't. I gotta find this damn thing. <laughs> but I had no idea what you were doing. I, know. Well, I just that, let you I talk. Had... I didn't yeah. think it was going to take as long as it did, because I thought I knew right yeah. where it was. Uh, but then I had to find where it started yeah. and trace it and figure out yeah. where the hell. It was. Anyway, long story. But all right. So yeah, I had no idea. I didn't know if any of that came out or not because on my side, I I was rolling and then when there was no response, I was like, did I disconnect? And apparently, I did. Anyway. I don't know. I just thought that was a trip that that Glenn Beck had to fl fly you know what, out. I, you know, that we you know what I like when when Trump. In retrospect, I like it. I don't know that I always liked appreciated it at the time when he was pulling back the curtain on things and people were saying, "Ah, yes. that's not true. It couldn't be that. That's not happened. You didn't get spied on. You didn't get the, this." And then all of a sudden, we find out, "Holy shit, he, it was true." Yeah. And he and he was yeah. just telling it like it was. You know, the best the thing that I enjoyed the most about Trump was when he was walking from the White House to the chopper and he would just walk over to the press pool and go, let's go. Who's up? And he would take the I mean, he would take Acosta's questions. He knew it was going to be a hostile question. And he was so he bring it. it no, bitch. That's, that's different than an interview. That's far different than an yeah. interview. I would I would watch that all day because because of the this tug of war between he and the press and he loved to joust with them. And they were assholes was, for the most part. Yeah. And, that, and, that I watched, uh, that but, was, but the but the interviews, they're just it's just a lot of braggardness. Yeah, no, just, no, no, no. I, I like 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 Hannity interviewing Trump, no fun. Yeah, exactly. No, because hate, you know what Hannity's. I hate you know. those. Yeah, Hannity. Hannity's just Hannity's no. just a kiss ass. I love Sean Hannity's politics. I don't like his show. Sorry, Sean. I'd right. sit with you with a, for a beer <laughs> any day and chat. I'm not trying. I, I really love what you do. I just get bored by your show, and it's a little bit stale in my estimation. But then again. You, yeah. got a, you got way more viewers than we have, so I, who am I to talk? Yeah. yeah, well, he's also got the backing of Fox News, so if we had that, it might be a little different story. But Yeah, we should take this show to Fox News. Let's let's call Fox News and see if we can take the midnight hour yeah. or something. Right after Gutfeld. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure uh, 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 Murdoch, Murdoch, right? Murdoch's uh, liberal kids would definitely jump right on our show. Well, they're all still conservative. The show's so still conservative. It's not like we'd be out of place there. That's true. That's true. But I don't know. That's a die. But isn't that a dying industry? I mean, this is really where it's at now, supposedly. All online, all streaming. Uh, I mean, isn't that why? Isn't that why Fox Nation? Why, why all they're all? Yeah. No. 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 There's, there's their... no question about it. That it, that I, I don't know that I'd call it a dying industry. It's an industry in decline for sure. But it's uh, you know I think there's still a lot of longevity there. Um, but it is not what yeah, it used to be, remember. and it'll never be as big as it used to be. I cannot remember the last time I've watched Fox News. 
or any news for that matter. That's because your girlfriend on... won't let you. What are you talking about? You act <laughs> as though you have a choice. You can't watch yeah. that stuff in your house. I do all the time, but I do it on my phone. Yeah, streaming. that's the thing. You can do it privately on your phone, but you can't put it on the television where everybody else can see it. No, I do it like when I'm laying in bed right next to her. I, I don't yeah, well, hide again, it, but, but only you watch... have to look at it. Again, you can't sit oh, on the couch next to the girlfriend and turn on Fox News. Not going to happen. I would put money on that. Yeah, no, the, but there's no news that plays in our house. Oh, I thought you so. watched, uh, you always go with David Muir or ABC News. Oh, what David, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's when I'm out here doing the show. She watches it. So, uh, um, But uh, my point is, I can't remember the last time I've really watched news on the cable channels. Uh, it's all streaming. I go to their app or whatever they post on the socials. That's I mean, that's how I watch Tucker Carlson, everything that he posts. What what guy are you talking about, Laura? Laura asked in our Foxhole chat, uh, did you guys see the dude who freaked out on the five? Hilarious. What, I, what are we talking about? I, I can't pull that up now, Laura. Sorry. I can't, I can't do it. Was that today? I don't know. I watched the five today. I don't remember anybody freaking out. Yeah, I'm curious. I, I watched the five pretty religiously. Uh, I didn't watch it the week between Christmas and New Year's. Because it had all those, you know, the substitute folks. Really play that quick. All right, let me see if I can if I can pull that up here. Let me try. Uh, I'm gonna, Laura. Laura uh, gave me the link for this. I've got it here, and I'm going to uh, play it. I don't know what this is. Let's see here. I'm just doing this blind. I have no idea. Ready? Uh, hopefully, it's not porn. You folks here on Fox News certainly are more attractive no than volume. perverts, creeps, and mutants over on CNN. I'll give you that. And you're better than the liars and racists on MSNBC. Speaking of Joy Reid and other race baiters, I see Jesse trying not to smirk. But don't for a moment imagine that you are ever telling anyone anything close to the truth. You're simply reinforcing the views of conservatives, keeping them inside the box. You are, in fact, gatekeepers. So stop with the blank stares. I know it's difficult after the Botox and plastic surgery, but try to blink. Okay. Uh, I, you said you couldn't hear that. I think everybody else could hear it. I, I, don't, I don't know why you couldn't. But either way, uh, I don't think that's real, Laura. This is a Oops. full three. I don't think that's real. I think that somebody took one of the boxes and put himself in there. If you look at it, it doesn't look like he belongs there. And I don't ever know of a time when the five had a, a weird fifth guest person instead of one of their regular five people. So I think that's a, that's a setup, <laughs> but, but it is funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's fake, Laura. I, I, would, I would bet anything on that being fake. I wish I could see it. You, you couldn't see it? You could see it. I mean, I could see it, but I couldn't hear it. Yeah. Well, the the link is in um, the link is in yeah, uh, to... in Foxhole. If you want to pull it up there, and so you can hear it. He he just he just basically skewers Fox News. Yeah, Laura, I I would bet money that's fake. I watch the five all the time, and uh, they never have like a fifth person person like that. Like once in a while, they'll have uh, one of their in house people. Like uh, who's that guy, Mike yeah. Rowe? dirty jobs guy yes he'll come on yeah. you know as a sixth person and they'll talk to him or or they'll bring uh brit uh, not brit hume uh who's the guy that brett, did, bear. Brett, brett bear on you know something like that but i've never seen anything like that so uh yeah but thanks for sharing that we appreciate it all right i think i think we've done it gives it. me what? it gives me an idea uh -oh. We should put our heads in there. <laughs> I know, right? We should definitely. We should do a thing where it says uh, the five five invites uh, JV and Brit, you know, and then we have we have Phil. <laughs> and we should actually yeah, just all of them we, just nod. No, we, what we should do is we should actually take one of the real episodes and take one of the questions 
that they ask whomever, and we just do the answer. Oh, we should totally do that. Hell, we should just do that regardless. I mean, that'd be good for the show. We could do that. We just put ourselves about. in there, and we do the answer as though we're part of the show. I think that's I think that's an excellent idea. There's a skit. I think that that's would not be terribly fun. hard to do. No, not at all. Right. Well, thanks, Laura, for the idea. <laughs> I know. Oh man, yeah, I think it's oh, a great idea. God. And we can, and you know, hey, and you can, you know, you could throw in your your customary f bombs and stuff, and that'll go viral because people will think, oh, somebody was swearing on the five. Ooh. <laughs> well, only Dana Perino swears on the five. Yeah. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, on that great idea, I think we're going to call it a night. Britt's going to uh, take his laptop apart and see what the hell's going on in there. See what the squirrels are doing. Maybe you haven't fed the squirrels and they're not running fast enough. I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't get it. The hamsters what I don't wheel. get, JB, what I don't get is that we connect before we start streaming. We connect, and we talk for a whole hour with nothing happening. As soon as you hit stream, here come the gremlins. Yeah, I know. I don't get it. I know. Well, anyway, thank you, everybody, for joining us. This was a really uh, from the hip. I actually had a bunch of things that I was going to talk about, but then we got Chase on, and uh, that was more fun, so I'm glad he was available. Yeah, whatnots and F-bombs. That'll be the headline. Whatnots and F-bombs occupy the five, and it'll be just... Chaos. Did I, did I say a whatnot? What not? No, you didn't. You haven't said no whatnots tonight. Whatnot? Whatnot? Wow. What I think I used to what say not, it a lot. Whatnot? 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 Oh my not. God. Is that a new one? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Evade McBombing. All right. <laughs> Good night. Right. I want everybody, to, night, I want everybody to screenshot this. So everybody has this, just so if there are any questions down the Wait, road. Wait, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What? I literally have that. You do? Put it in front of the... Oh, yeah, there it is. That. There it is. Yeah. It's really damn hey, close. Oh, my God, it's real close. Oh, my God, that's so funny. Uh, that is great. That's great. Oh. All right. Anyway, thanks everybody for being here tonight. I hope you had a great uh, Thursday night, and we will see you tomorrow night. We've got, we'll have two great guest panelists as we do every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. We'll be talking about everything in the news. Maybe we'll take a minute and dissect some of the uh, speech from Biden and Harris. By the way, just watch Kamala Harris when she talks. Two things I want people to pay attention to when oh, you see geez. Kamala Harris give a speech. One is she talks through her nose. Everything sounds like this. She talks. She doesn't know how to talk through her throat because her throat's been busy doing other things, by the way. She talks through her oh, nose. Jesus. And then her left arm. No. Yeah. Her left arm. It's like a chicken wing. Every time she like starts a sentence, she flaps it. You can't see here because because of the window, but she flaps like she flaps her left arm. Her elbow. It's really bizarre. And you are like rare this. form today. I know. I'm. I know. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. You're out of control. <laughs> I'm done. All right, everybody. We'll see you all tomorrow night. Have a great night. Thanks so much for being here. We love you all. <laughs>